0: Hello, and welcome back to DACA Families is Us. I apologize so greatly for this being so delayed. I meant to do it last night, and by the time I got home, I realized that one of my assignments had not been updated, um, that I hadn't uploaded it to um, the web portal for my my schools. So I did that, and while I was waiting for it to update and upload to the portal... I fell asleep, Um, so I really do apologize. I I did not mean for that to happen, Um, and I hope you guys forgive me. Um, So today, I'm going to discuss something called um, the HR 2920. Now, I was originally going to discuss, um, I'm going to have an interview with Carlos, with my husband, Carlos um, about how his time in, uh, immigration holding at, uh, the border was, um, but he only had one day off last week. And so, um, I, I didn't really have a chance to do that with him. So this is kind of what I'm doing today. Um, so I apologize before I get started. I wanted to discuss, um, an organization with you guys, a nonprofit organization um that I follow on Facebook, I follow them on TikTok, I follow them on um all the social medias. They are called American Families United. And their whole job is to make sure that families stay together, that um families can fight for their rights to stay together, to get back together. Um Obviously, they they do believe that um, if you are a very violent criminal, um, that that's a different situation. But if you're being deported for simply being here undocumented, um, they don't believe that that's a reason to be deported, especially if you have family here and you've been, you know, essentially a model citizen for, um, the, the whole time, um, or driving without a license. Simple things that, you know, normally wouldn't make sense to be deported for. And so that's what they do. Um, they are amazing. I've gotten in contact with them a few times. I've discussed with them on TikTok about my husband's immigration status um, a handful of times. You can follow them um, on Facebook and they have all of their they have like their Twitter handle, their Instagram handle. They've got their email address, their phone number, um, their website address. They don't have their TikTok on there, but it's the exact same name: The Americans Family, the American Families United. And so, not too big of a deal. Um, their latest, their latest update is in regards to the bill that I mentioned, that HR twenty nine twenty. It's uh, they've been pushing this forward for a while. The bill is actually named after them, The American Families United um, act. So they, it is theirs, their, their act. They kind of, um, it it is very important to our families. It's very important to their families. They've been pushing it all, you know, the whole time. Um, and their new, their latest post on Facebook about it is that HR 2920, um, is being scheduled for markup. It is scheduled for Wednesday, July 27th, 2022 at 10 a.m., and you can watch it online at the, um, so if you follow them on Facebook, they have the link there. You can also follow it on, um, HTTPS, uh, oh, it's the judiciary.house.gov backslash calendar backslash events but I, I will share it myself, too, um, on our DACA Families Is Us page. Um, and then they talk about a rally that they're going to have in Dallas, Texas on August 19th. So um, it, it this this bill is very important. And our family doesn't need it right now, um, but it might be something that my family may need sometime in the future. And so knowing that my family may need this bill in the future, I follow this bill so the base bones of this bill states this bill so it's backtrack for a second um when you go to congress.gov and you look up the bill it's h.r. 2920 american families united act act 117th congress 2021 2022 the sponsors are representative um, escobar and uh, veronica um, and it was introduced April 30th, 2021. The committees is the house judiciary committee meeting. Like I said, was just scheduled for, um, July 27th, 2022 at 10 AM. Um, the latest action was in November. It was on November 9th, 2021. It was referred to the subcommittee on immigration and citizenship. Um, and so there's a tracker underneath that. If you, if, if you follow it, there's a tracker underneath of it. It says introduced, passed House, passed Senate to President, and became law. Right now, it's currently in the introduced section, so it, it it's very early stages, infant stages, um, is essentially what it is. And um, if you go into co-sponsors, because there's all these tabs, you can see the summary of the bill, the text of the bill, so like the whole full text of the bill any actions on it the titles it has any amendments it might have co-sponsors committees related bills you can see all the co-sponsors of the bill for instance um you have david velado velado from california tony cardenas from california juan vargas from california Um, Mondaire Jones from New York, and these are all um, Republicans, uh, representatives. My bad. I apologize. Um, Mark Vesey from Texas, um, Eleanor Norton from D.C., Deborah Ross from North Carolina, um, Nikima Williams from Georgia, and I might be butchering these names, so I, I greatly apologize. I don't mean to be. Um this is only the second time I'm going through this list. <laughs> um Ellen Omar from Minnesota, Al Green from Texas, Joe Nagus from Colorado, Sarah Jacobs from California, Mary Scanlon from Pennsylvania, um Anthony Brown from Maryland. and uh, Colin Allred from Texas. Eric Swalwell from California. Mark DeSomner from California. Julia Brownlee from California. Darren Soto from Florida. David Trone from Maryland. Lizzie Fletcher from Texas. Bobby Rush from Illinois. Lucy McBath from Georgia. Ed Promart. Pearl Mutter from Colorado, uh, Thomas Swosey from New York, uh, J. Luis Correa from California, uh, Carolyn Maloney from New York, Suzanne Bonamici from <clears throat> Oregon, James McGovern from Mas- uh, yeah, Massachusetts, Jim Costa from California, Dina Titus from Nevada. Doris Matsui from California, Sylvia Garcia from Texas, and I believe she is one of the ones that first, like she was one of the main backers, um, one of the first backers of the bill. Barbara Lee from California, Joaquin Castro from Texas, um, Bonnie Watson Coleman from New Jersey. I found this on the web. Whoops, sorry, that was my watch. Andy Kim from New Jersey, Alan Lowenthal from California, Um, Dean Phillips from Minnesota, Ted Liao Liao from California, Yvette Clark from New York, John Garamendi from California, Salud Carvajal from California, Linda Sanchez from California, um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, so AOC from New York, um, David Price from North Carolina, Jamie Raskin from um, Maryland, Adam Schiff from California, Anna Eshoo from California, Rashida Taliba, I think, from Michigan, Ro Khanna from California, Mike Quigley from Illinois, Mark DeCano from California, uh, Henry Hank Johnson from Georgia, Jesus Garcia from Illinois, Pete Aguilar from California, Jimmy Gomez from California, Adriano um, Espalat um, from New York, Nanette Berrigan Ber- from California, Zoe Lofgren from California, Carolyn Bordeaux from Georgia, Maria Salazar from Florida, Lucille Robal Allard from California, Nidia Velasquez from New York. Diana DeGuet from Colorado. Mike Levin from uh, from California. Josh Harder from California. Fred Upton from Michigan. Alyssa uh, Slotkin from Michigan. Jason Crow from Colorado. And Donald Payne from New Jersey. Um, So if you're following along, the states that are backing this, um, you've got uh 68 democrats um backing it and 3 republicans backing the bill and then the states backing the states that these are in are in California which is the biggest backer, New York, Texas, Colorado, Georgia, Illinois, Maryland, Michigan, New York, Florida Minnesota, North Dakota, District of Columbia, so D.C., Massachusetts, Nevada, Oregon, and Pennsylvania. So, I don't see anybody from my state there. And who knows? Nobody may have reached out to them about it. But that's, that's not even... Uh, that's not even half... That's not even half the states. I mean, for such an important bill, that's not even half the states. So let's read this bill, okay? Uh, Let's read the summary of the bill. I'm not going to read the whole text for you. Um, I don't want to bore you. I think I bored you enough by reading the co-sponsors. I just thought that was important because I want to see the people who are backing such an important bill, so the summaries the summary for the bill that was introduced to the House on April 30th, 2021 is the bill authorizes the Department of Homeland Security or DHS or the Department of Justice, the DOJ, to exercise discretion in certain immigration cases. The bill also removes certain requirements related to birthright citizenship. Under this bill, DOJ or DHS may, on a case-by-case basis, exercise discretion by declining. To remove an alien or bar an alien from entering the United States to prevent hardship for the alien's U.S. citizen spouse, parent, or child. However, DOJ or DHS may not exercise the discretion if the alien is removable or inadmissible due to certain grounds, including specific crime and security-related grounds. So there's still going to be that inadmissibility that I've mentioned before, but it would be very specific um, to discretions. The bill also removes certain requirements related to birthright citizenship for a child born outside of the United States to one U.S. citizen parent and one alien parent. Specifically, the bill removes a provision that requires the U.S. citizen parent to be physically present in the United States for at least five years before the child's birth in order for the child to acquire U.S. citizenship at birth. So, if somebody became a U.S. citizen... And then had to leave the U.S. for whatever reason. They're saying that that person had to have been in the U.S. for five years at least. Um, or let's say, for instance, somebody goes to Mexico with their spouse because they were deported and has a child in Mexico instead of coming back, but they lived in Mexico for seven years, their child wouldn't get birthright citizenship to the U.S. is what this is saying um, that, they, that it wants to, to fight against. Um, and I looked up the summary because it's really important to be able to know the legal grounds of what something is saying, um, to know exactly what's being told to you. Sorry, I'm, I'm eating ice cream as well. Um, it's, there are a lot of undocumented immigrants in the United States, but a lot of them are doing what they need to do specifically for their families and a lot of them have u.s citizenship u.s citizen family members spouses kids parents so this act would specifically provide dhs and the attorney general with the discretion to protect certain family members of the u.s citizens from removal so dhs or the doj would have the discretion to waive grounds for deportation or inadmissibility, decline to issue or reinstate removal orders, and grant permission to reapply for immigration status for the spouse of U.S. citizens or the parent of a U.S. citizen child if the parent is either a U.S. citizen or was a U.S. citizen at the time of his or her death. So for that first point, it's saying that the DOJ or DHS um, or Attorney General um, would have the right to say, "Hey, this family would, this family, this family would come against certain issues, and they're all U.S. citizens, but this one person that's in deportation proceedings, we don't feel like it would be good for the family to go through this. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and decline to, to deport this person." They have that. They would have that right. The second one, the second point that I mentioned, permit the use of discretion to provide relief when criteria is met. So the DHS Attorney General, DOJ, would have discretion to provide relief from deportation in cases where doing so would serve humanitarian purpose or preserve family unity for U.S. citizen, U.S. citizens. So let's say for instance, DACA was taken away and Carlos became deportable. Um, especially with his two entries as a child in this past. Let's say that this uh, HR 2920 passed. I could use that and say, hey, our family would come against so many issues. If you deported him, we need him to stay. We need him to stay. We would have so many problems, money issues, um, familial issues, whatever the case may be. And they may say, okay, to preserve your family unit and to allow your family to be able to continue to live the lifestyle they were before, we'll go ahead and let him stay in the U.S. It was pretty much what it would say. Um, the last one, third, establish a list of inadmissibility and criminal bars to discretionary relief. The bill lists a series of criminal offenses and other grounds that would preclude access to discretionary relief from the either DHS or the Attorney General or DOJ including if the individual has been convicted of an aggravated, aggravated felony charges associated with drug and human trafficking or money laundering. So, um, a lot of people are not being allowed to get their green card or visa or whatever the case may be. If they brought children over to the U S, um, brought their own children over to the U S they're being charged with human trafficking, essentially child trafficking. And so, If they were found with that, then they may not be able to apply for this or they may not apply, um, be found eligible for this bill, um, under this bill. Um, another one could be that, uh, if somebody, let's say somebody was 18, 16, 17, 18 years old, accidentally murdered somebody with a DUI, they, you know, homicide, um, Accidental homicide with a DUI, got you know served their time in prison. Got married after they got out, and then you know deportation proceedings continued on, and they were on their way to deport you know deportation, and the family tried to use this. The uh, Border Patrol could say Customs, Customs could say DHS, DOJ, Attorney General. They could all say, "Hey, we don't think that that's safe." Um, for them, they may use that and say, we don't, we don't agree. We don't, uh, we don't think he qualifies underneath this. So we're just going to say no. <clears throat> <sighs> um, with that being said, I do believe that families belong together. And so if a family is told that they don't qualify under this bill, you know, I would continue fighting, obviously. I mean, there's... It's hard to say don't fight and it's hard to say don't follow them because for me, I, I would not be able to follow Carlos, but I wouldn't, I don't know what I'd be able, I I don't know what I could do if something were to happen. I don't know what I'd be able to do until I'm in that situation. So there's only so much you can do until you know where you're at, until you, until you know what situation specifically you are in. Um, So it's very, very hard. Um, the specific text to this bill is not very long at all. Um, it's actually very, very short, but it is very specific into who the hardship qualifies for. Um, it's spouse of the person, children of the person or parents of the person. And it says United States citizens. So... It's not discussing it for residents of the United States. So it, it's not for U.S. residents. It's only for the citizen family members. Um, so it's very specific. It's not like getting a green card. A, a U.S. resident can help their partner or something apply for a green card um, through marriage or whatever. That's one thing. But this bill, it's specific towards U.S. citizens. It it That's it. Um it would not be recommended for others, um, outside of it. Uh, so, I mean, you'd have to be married. You'd have to have children who need you or, uh, U S citizen parents who need you, whatever the case may be, you would have to have that. Um, not, not U S residents, not green card holders, unfortunately. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, <clears throat> So you you can look up all the information on line for this. It's fairly easy to get it when you look it up. It's the only one on line with this name. Um sometimes bills will have similar names or be reused of the bill but uh I honestly, I really do think that this bill will be helpful. Um, So many people are excited on Facebook with American Families United. um, With all their rallies, their videos, their um, push for the bill. Um, For instance, they're always sharing and they're always trying to get news outlets to talk about what's going on. They're always doing weekly public calls for everybody who um, subscribes to their emails. Because I think I get like a weekly email from them or a monthly, something like that. But they do weekly public calls where everybody can call in and discuss with them, talk together, those kinds of things. Um, Then they post it back on their Facebook um, that night so that anybody who couldn't be a part of the public call can still listen in and be a part of it even though they weren't able to make it to the zoom meeting um so so they want everybody involved they want people volunteering and pushing for the change um they're always asking for volunteers for people to share um looking for for help um get word out there for the, the bill. So it's, it's very nice. Um, there's a lot of families who are waiting on this bill to bring back their spouses from other countries. Their, their spouses are waiting patiently for this bill to get looked at. Um, I know that there's some on Facebook or on TikTok that I've seen, um, where the the spouse has been deported and you know, they're, they're doing some, um, FaceTime and Zoom calls, and they're discussing this bill, and they're just they're just being patient. They're just waiting because there's nothing else that they can do at this point. Um, it's their only hope. Um, so they're constantly looking for extra people to talk to. Um, if you can, and I didn't mention a state that you live in from that list of. Um, the oh, list of sponsors, the co-sponsors, I would, if I were you, I would get in contact with your person and try to get them to either co-sponsor it or take a look at it, um, visit the pages, see if there's anything that they can do to make it a reality for, for not only my family, but other families out there who are like my family, who need this, who their only way to get about doing... to keeping their life together is this bill. Because um, some family members, the only reason that they're being targeted and sent away for is um, they entered undocumented and that's it. Because um, they couldn't wait around for 20 plus years to get out of whatever situation they were in. Um, so... If you have any questions about it, you know definitely let me know i I would love to answer them or try to research and look it up. Um, I'd be happy to do that i I've spent a little time looking at this one, but um I've read it a few I've read the bill a few times this is the first this was the second time that I've looked at this the co-sponsor list um, but this is this is a handful of times that I've read through the bill myself. Um, they're not asking for full entry. They're not asking for everybody to forgive everything. They're just asking for it to be not easier, I guess, but allowing families to have a chance to live their lives successfully, happily um, and more importantly, together, without having to leave their home—the home, the home that their spouse said that they wanted to live in forever. So, if you have a chance, definitely take a look at it online. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever the case may be. Um, just just give them a chance. So, um, I will try to get that interview for you next week uh, he's supposed to have some days off tonight's his last night working before he has a day or two off. So we'll try to get that recorded in the next few days for you guys. Okay. Love you guys. And I hope to talk to you this coming up weekend. Thanks.